Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Kyle Rush, he is the host of the Auburn Basketball Post Game Show, and he joins us right now. Kyle, appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing this afternoon? Uh, thanks for reaching out, and I uh, look forward to talking to the ball. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just start with Auburn and them being number one and have been number one for a while. I think people were thinking that the Tigers could be pretty good this year, but this run that they're on has been pretty incredible. What has it been like so far this year, just not only seeing them win some big games and be really good, but to have that number one next to their name for a few weeks now? What's that been like? Well, I mean, obviously it's been it's been special for, for Auburn and, and the community and the, and the university. It's just uh, not familiar territory for Auburn. I think that when you go from, uh, you know, 10 years ago being possibly the worst uh, Power 5 basketball school in general to where you are today, um, it's still sort of you're kind of waiting for the rug to be pulled out from, uh, from under you. But, you know, these guys are good. Uh, they believe in themselves. They, they believe in each other. And I think they've uh, defended the uh, holding that number one, uh, that number one moniker uh, pretty well over the past couple of weeks. And uh, I just, I mean, I mean, it's just been, uh, obviously you don't want to, it really matters to be number one in April or at the end of March. So uh, we're we're just enjoying it right now, and hopefully they can rattle off a few more wins, maybe get closer to clinching a conference title here soon. What's been the key to Auburn's success this year? They uh, they seem like a really complete team. They can play any style. But uh, if you had to pick one thing, what's been the key to the success this year? I would say versatility. I really would. Um Auburn has the ability to beat you in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, in the past, Bruce Pearl teams, if uh, they're hot shooting the three, uh, you're in trouble. If they're not, uh, they could lose to just about anybody on any night. And this team doesn't particularly shoot the three um, incredibly well. There's really only about three guys on the court at any given time that, that really can shoot, unlike Arkansas, where pretty much all five are a threat to hit a three from at any point in time. So, And then, you know, I think the biggest key, though, is the presence inside of uh, Walker Kessler and the impact that he's had. And just to watch uh, how he performed uh, from North Carolina to Auburn this year, wow, what Bruce Pearl has unlocked with him, uh, the force inside that he is, just affecting the game without even having to put a hand on the ball is uh, has been something that's uh, been um, – it's been tough for teams to be able to, to, to match up well with. So just knowing what they have as far as depth and roster and all that, they've also had games where they've not looked too great. They haven't looked – they still won, but, you know, this past weekend against Georgia on the road was not their best game. They had a game against Missouri right. where they struggled a little bit, and they ended up – they still won, and that's all that matters. But uh, what was it about those games and those particular teams that caused problems for Auburn? Was it just Auburn playing that poorly, or was there something that those teams were doing that was causing problems for the Tigers? You know, it's – that's that's a really good question, and I don't want to ever put blame on one player being out of a game because Auburn is is fairly deep. But the uh, the most recent game against Georgia, Zep Jasper, uh, who was ruled out before the game, who is pretty much the field general. Uh, he's the guy that you go in. He's your point guard who doesn't turn the ball over. He uh, gets the offense settled into the game, especially in road environments. Plays really well on the road. Uh, he was out with, I believe, like a strep throat type uh, illness, non-COVID related. And, uh, you know, I would not be surprised to see him not play in this game either. Um, you know, the Missouri game, you can't, it's just, 
in basketball today, especially in the SEC, you're not going to run the table. It's just not. It's just not a thing. Uh, the most perfect team ever, Kentucky. I just don't. Uh, several years ago, I just don't see this team being that. And I think the loss is going to come. Um, I think a lot of times those games um, can actually pay dividends, like games like the Missouri having to finish, having to come from behind late, uh, Georgia having to finish them off, both on the road. Um, yeah, they haven't looked, you know, spectacular. They're not beating teams, you know, by you know 30, 40 points like a Gonzaga's beating the teams out on the West Coast. But uh, just resilient dudes that uh, that like to fight. They like to they, they believe in each other and. Um, just road environments in the SEC are tough, just in general. The two guys that we hear quite a bit about on this team, Jabari Smith, Walker Kessler. Now, you just talked about a player that's really important to bringing everything together, but between those two guys, who's more important to this team? You feel that um, if if one hmm. of them happened to miss some games, which, which would it be a bigger problem if if uh, between those two? Boy, that's a tough question. Um, honestly, I really do believe that the bigger uh, the bigger um, obstacle to overcome would be missing Walker Kessler. Um, uh, early in the season, uh, there was two games in general uh, where he got in foul trouble. Um, Florida, which was a much tougher game than, than it really needed to be at home, and then Alabama on the road. Um, uh, Jabari uh, against uh, Missouri, he was 2 of 15 against Georgia. I think he shot well under 40% against Georgia, had a rough game there too. Uh, Kessler is just, um, from a defensive standpoint, Auburn's a big preaching on defense and stops, defensive rebounds. Uh, his, a lot of our best offense comes from this shot, uh, running through Walker Kessler. Jabari is an unbelievable player and will probably be the number one pick, but uh, I really do think with the uh, the, the defensive presence that, that Kessler brings, I think he would be the more more valuable loss, I guess, if, if we didn't have one of those. So that's why I would think most teams you see try to pull him out uh, from under center. He, he, he is uh, under the goal. He struggles a little bit in space with defense. That's what the matchup between him and Jalen Williams is very curious to me because, you know, if you don't come out to the three-point line and guard Jalen Williams, He'll drop one on you. So uh, pulling Walker out, getting him in space, could make him a little uncomfortable. So that's a little bit. That's that's a very key matchup that I'm looking at this evening. Yeah, I'm looking at just the numbers and the stats. And if you look at Arkansas and Auburn, are pretty even as far as offense and defense scoring, yes. field goal percentage. But the one thing that stands out above and beyond is the block shots for Auburn, averaging yes. 8.2 blocks a game. And seeing that stat where it leads the NCAA, it's like Arkansas is actually doing a good job. They're, they're 50th overall, and I think they, that ranks in fourth with 4.4 blocks a game. But you're talking about nearly double for Auburn. So what is it about Auburn? Obviously, they have uh, some good size and everything, but what has it been about them where they get so many block shots against a lot of teams that have the equal amount of size that they do? That's a great question. Uh, you got guys like Kessler, obviously, that – close to leading the country in blocks. Um, Jabari Smith is a very underrated underrated defender. Uh, he has quite a few blocks. And then the the unsung hero, I feel like, of the defense, um, he may make you scratch your head sometimes, and I feel like he's the guy that all other schools hate, is Dylan Cardwell, who I believe is fourth in the SEC uh, in blocks and only comes in and plays, you know, 11 or 12 uh, minutes a game. I think it's big. It's, it's really a uh, reflection of, 
uh, the head coach and, and how he preaches defense. And it's a, you know, blocking, uh, blocking a shot is so much more than just size. Like you guys mentioned, um, I think uh, ti- like, it just seems like timing and anticipation is a big thing that, uh, that these guys sort of just have. It's just a feel. It's just a feeling. Another thing about this incredible about Kessler is like, you know, 90, like 95% of his blocks come with his left hand. So it's like, it's not like he's doing anything. He's not very versatile as far as uh, he can go both ways and he can get you from both sides. No, he's just literally laying there and waiting and has, he doesn't, he, it's very hard to get him off his feet. Um, so you can't, it's hard to bait him into fouls. Um, I don't know. The guy, they play hard on defense. They just play incredibly hard in between Jabari uh, Kessler and and Dylan, you got you know seven foot six eleven six ten. I mean, you got a lot of size there and dudes that just want to want to block shots. It's it's really almost it's really just like a mindset that it just for whatever reason it just clicks with these guys and they that's that's a that's something that they just have a lot of passion for doing. Now Arkansas and Auburn both have players named Jalen Williams, and for Arkansas, Jalen Williams. <laughs> He's out on the court quite a bit playing uh, and, and does all the little things. You know, he takes charges. He, uh, he protects yeah. the rim. He gives you some bonus on offense. If you had to describe Jalen Williams of Auburn and his game, what's his game like? So Jalen Williams broke my heart um, because I really uh, was hoping that he would end up at Auburn. But uh, he stayed, in, stayed home and uh, ended up being an incredible he's, – he's an incredible asset, and I think – Probably, I would say, I don't know if you guys may disagree, but just watching games, it kind of seems like he's the spark. Uh, whenever it, Whether it be a block shot or a dunk or, or hitting a three, it always kind of seems like when he gets going, the team gets going. And like I would say probably the, the, the closest thing on Auburn's team would be um, you know, maybe a Jabari. I think he's, he's, he's a little bit versatile like, a, like Jabari. He, he can pop inside and out. He can. He has probably has a little bit more a better inside game uh, than Jabari, uh, and then Jabari may have a little bit better of a jump shot. But I think that's that's the best comparison that that I see. He's he's a lot more versatile than than a Kessler, uh, but he runs the floor like Jabari. He can shoot threes just as you know with with Jabari. I mean, shooting over thirty percent at six ten, six eleven. I mean, that's that's just very that's very impressive, and that's something that you just. It's it's scary to go up against. So I'd probably say the closest thing would be something like a, maybe a little bit more of a physical Jabari Smith. You know, talking about Auburn basketball, you got to talk about Bruce Pearl and uh, the fact that he has done uh, such a phenomenal job of resurrecting an Auburn basketball program and, and making them nationally relevant once again, too. Uh, his name was being thrown around. It looks like they're going to be signing a lifetime contract with him uh, there at Auburn and everything, which, you know, you, you hear about those things, too, but it seems like somebody like Bruce Pearl would have a lot of opportunities coming his way. What is it about Auburn that's making him wanting to stay and willing to sign that lifetime contract when there may be other jobs, bigger jobs, that may come calling at some point? You know, that's something that I, I kind of I pinch myself a little bit to try to help myself feel like it's, you know, is it really a dream that this guy would want to stay here at Auburn but uh, forever? But the biggest thing I think is Auburn took a chance on it uh, when – uh, they took a chance on him even when he still had months left on his show cause. They let him build this thing slowly. The first three years were not pretty. Uh, there was a couple of – I mean, there was there were some times in those first three years where, especially when he had his big freshman class with a couple of five stars that still didn't make the tournament, um, that you're like, man, 
you know, is this, you know, can Auburn basketball be successful? And then, you know, the, the um, resiliency standing by him through the FBI investigation and the Chuck Person investigation um, and, you know, never really wavering in their support. I think, I think it's just sort of become a, you know, there's just that relationship there where uh, they're going to pay him really well. They're going to pay him what he deserves. They're going to give him the facilities that he deserves. Just had a huge donation uh, re- this this past week that will help essentially cover the expansion of the the basketball only facility. Um, and I think he's just sort of a part of the community. And it's, it's he's built a huge house on Lake Martin, or he's in the process of building a huge house on Lake Martin. Um, just something about this Auburn community and, and Bruce get each other. And uh, like I said earlier, giving him a shot, standing behind him, uh, I think that that means a lot with Bruce. And um, I, hopefully, hopefully at the end of this lifetime contract, he can be the athletic director one day. I hope I don't want him to ever, ever not have his hands <laughs> on something with Auburn. I, I sometimes almost wouldn't even mind if he coached the football team with the basketball team. But uh, but yeah, love Bruce and. Uh, uh, Hopefully, um, we're going to have a fun run these next uh, eight, eight or nine years. These coaches in Bruce Pearl, Eric Musselman, and it may be just for this year for Bruce Pearl, but Eric Musselman typically has a tighter rotation and maybe will go six to seven deep, maybe eight at some times. But this Auburn team in particular this year, you have about 11 players that play close to 10 minutes a game and more. So how's that right. in seeing a team that's that deep? Uh, it's, 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 it's pretty, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch, especially because certain guys that come off the bench have different strengths. Like for example, up until we got injured, we had a guy, Leo, Leo Berman, who only played, you know, 10 minutes or so a game shooting 50% from three point three, the, the three, like got just different guy. And then you've got your enforcers that can come in and they're not going to fill up the stat sheet, but they're going to play. You know, they're going to play hard defense. you got guys like uh, Devin Cambridge, who's going to get two to three offensive rebounds, big possessions. He's probably only going to play 10 minutes. It just seems like the, the biggest thing that, that I think makes it exciting is, like, dudes accepting and, and, and embracing their roles, knowing their roles, embracing their roles, and that makes it to where uh, the rotations can, can – you can do the rotations to where it sort of complements certain players and their strengths, and that's why you just – you know, obviously when Jabari comes off, you're going to have to do a lot of different things to supplement the, the threat uh, that, that he brings. And, you know, same thing with Kessler and stuff like that. But, yeah, having those guys, um, you know, you see your, your field general, uh, Zep, goes down uh, before the Georgia game. And, you know, you can supplement him with, with a, with a uh, spark plug like uh, Wendell Green or, or Katie Johnson or even Alan Flanagan can run point guard. And, uh, you know, there's some drop-off, but you can still go on the road and win, win a basketball game. So uh, that is – I think that's the biggest the biggest thing or for these teams that you want to make a run. Uh, it's it's definitely, a positive, definitely a positive. On the flip side, when you've got guys uh, on uh, Arkansas – you're playing against Arkansas that are six, seven, seven guys that, that are, are have so much chemistry with each other. Um, and, like I said, when anybody on the court can – you know, hit a three at any given time. I, I just this is a super intriguing matchup tonight that uh, I've sort of had circled for for quite a while. Should be a lot of fun, no doubt about it. It's uh, it's that way in the SEC, and I know it's going to be a wild atmosphere as well. But Kyle, we appreciate you joining us, man. Great stuff. Enjoy the game tonight, and enjoy the run this uh, this Auburn team is on. And I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road. Absolutely, man. Thanks, guys. Y'all have fun.